1: Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brouwer, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota.
2: Well, today we're not inside a car, uh, although we're here for a new car, the new 2024 Mazda CX-90, and we're going to hear a lot about that. But we're here in a beautiful studio in this mansion near uh, Malibu in California, with, uh, can we still say new uh, CEO for North America? It's two I years, right?
1: Uh, yeah,
0: I guess, I guess technically,
2: yes. <laughs> so, um, Je- Jeffrey Guyton. So, first of all, uh, thank you for the time, for having us here. Thank you. Uh, very for important announcement, obviously, for uh, a new vehicle, brand new mm-hmm. vehicle. So, um, I don't know where you want to start, because there's a lot of that has happened in your two years in that position, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I would say so. Um, so, look there's a lot going on for Mazda. Yeah. Uh, actually, we're only one of a handful of brands that has grown our business uh, in 2022 compared to 2019. There's only a handful of brands that sold more than, in 2022.
2: So you were able to handle the, all the issues with the chain supplies and all those kind of things, the pandemic yeah. and everything Uh, uh of, course better. We,
1: of course we had issues. Yeah, everybody but, did. uh But, you know, 2022 was our best market share in 20 years.
2: Wow, that's amazing. And that's Product
1: right? Like, there's no it's, there. Yeah, it, it's I mean a, it's
2: people obviously, but uh, sure, people who produce like great cars. But
1: but uh, yeah, we have great product. We have a very engaged and very passionate now dealer network. Yeah, uh, and a tremendous uh, activity to change the face of Mazda across the country.
2: Yeah, tell us a little bit about that because in your presentation here at the beginning, of the activities here. Uh, you you talk about that like you're changing not only physically the the locations not only the face or the hand of paint or anything it's much deeper than
1: that right yes and it's it's you know the facility itself probably going back 20 years and more Mazda was a second and third and fifth brand for many many dealers and we didn't have much share of mind and we didn't attract the best talent and so where we are today is the dealer network and mazda have made a tremendous investment yes in the facilities but also in training and development of our people so that we get the best talent we get the best customer experience and we can see that in our surveys um, that we've had a dramatic improvement yeah and people people feel differently working in that facility. Yeah, that's great.
2: But going back to the product, I mean, I always have to relate this story when I, I'm talking about Mazda. I want to say mm-hmm. like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. we were doing a video production here in the, uh, actually here in the canyons uh, near Malibu. And I had a Ferrari for a 58, Spider and a Mazda Miata, or MX-5 as it's officially okay. called, right? And I drove the Ferrari first. And obviously, I mean, it's a Ferrari. I mean... Yeah, you should expect to be good, right? Like it's, a, but then you get into the the Mazda, and it's much more fun, because you're going like maybe sixty. You think you're feeling, you're going hundred. The 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 experience. Uh, I mean, it's it's completely different than any other car, I think. And in that particular um, case, that that day, I mean, it really reinforced my my. My feeling why people love the brand so much. And I guess you don't use Sumsum anymore, but uh, that, that, that feeling is still there.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, our philosophy at the core of our how we engineer vehicles is something we call Jinba Itai. Yeah. And in Japanese, it means horse and rider, one body. Mm-hmm. And that is the feeling that you had in the MX-5, yeah. which is, you know, the car moves just as you would expect and goes where you want it to go immediately yeah and we try to we try to bring that to everything we make
2: and then the other the other vehicle especially the new the newer um models um i always tell people like they should consider Mazda because it's not officially a luxury brand, but it gives you more than than a luxury brand. And, and that's one question that I wanted to ask you: Why yeah. why is Mazda not a luxury brand? Because the cars certainly are, but yeah, the official I, denomination is based on what? On
1: price or who gives it that? Yeah. <laughs> well, we what we talk about is premium, and what we mean by that is how you experience. What is your experience with not only our product, but with our dealers, with our website, with with uh, Uh, in the rare instance you may have a problem how is it handled yeah and and rather than luxury pricing what we want to do is bring that premium feeling to a wider audience yeah
2: and um, as you mentioned, twenty twenty two was a record year for that, like a wider audience. So t- tell us a little bit more about like some numbers that you can share. What what um, obviously the SUVs, the crossovers are sure. the most popular, but
1: sure. So I mean, we we sold nearly three hundred thousand uh, vehicles in twenty twenty two, and by far our top seller is CX five. Yeah. Um, And now we've introduced CX50 along with CX5 in that compact utility segment. And what we have is sort of two bookends for people. One is, I mean, CX5 is known to many people because it's quite popular, but it's a more urban, um, more, uh, yeah, more urban product. And CX50 is a much more lifestyle, yeah. uh, outdoor, and more rugged product for those customers. And so we have two very good offerings in the segment now.
2: In that one, the CX-5 is staying. So the six hundred and fifty is not a replacement. Both are going to be in, That's the, in the lineup.
1: The segment's big enough. Okay. And you know, for a, we're a company that sells about 2% of the world's cars. Yeah, We sell them in 130 countries. And so we need, to, we need to find products that meet the tastes of all that
2: a lot, a lot of varied, people, yeah.
1: varied audience, right? So in a, in a big segment like that compact segment, yeah, we have space for two products.
2: Okay. So CX-5 is the, well, both CX-5 and CX-5 are the most popular, and then you keep going higher in the lineup. Yeah, so lineup.
1: CX- CX-9, I think, um, I have a CX-9, I drive one, yeah, and uh, I love it. But, you know, CX-9 has traditionally been felt to be a bit too small, at least package-wise. For the U.S. market, at least, yeah. For the U.S. market? (laughs) I mean, crazy? It's too big for Europe? I know, exactly.
2: Right? uh, (laughs) That's a challenge, So, but
1: here it's it's thought to be smaller. And even though 2022 was the best year ever for sales of CX-9, it's not been as popular as CX five has been. Yeah, and so the opportunity with CX ninety is and that's what we're here today. Yeah, and uh, the opportunity is to do a much better job in that in that sort of midsize SUV segment.
2: So today, for me at least, was the first time. But this is the global debut today. Like yes, this, the first days? time
1: anybody has seen oh, CX ninety really? wow. is today.
2: Wow, that's great. So. That, that changed a little bit, obviously, because of the pandemic. No auto shows, no presentations like we used to have. So this is the day that we see it for the first time. We've seen teasers, and it looks beautiful, I have to say, now that I've seen it in person. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the design, the, the exterior, and the interior. I mean, like, the detail in the interior is just fantastic. And that's my point, yeah. too, the luxury of oh. the nomination. I mean, it definitely can compete with any... Luxury brand
1: official (laughs) luxury brand model. Yeah, I mean the at the very beginning of designing this car We had a an idea that we want something which you're proud of customers are proud of and That they can they can feel uh, Excited to go to the neighbor and say you know what look at look at this, this, This you know, and and it has that presence and, uh, and the front end has quite a lot of presence, but it's not, it's not angry, and it's yeah. not mean, right? So that, that design is uh, quite special. The other thing I would say is that, and this, this applies to every Mazda, but you can really see it on CX-90 very clearly today, and that is that our paint... And the shape of our oh, that's metal. fantastic. Yeah. Oh, the paint. That the paint is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. The demonstration was crazy. So you saw the you saw how the paint looks yeah. dark in some mm-hmm. angles and light in others, and and it goes from sort of black to black cherry to bright red yeah. almost. Right. And but the point is, it's not only the paint, but the shape of the metal is designed to make use of that technology wow. yeah. in the paint. That's incredible. So they work together. It's yeah. not. We don't design the car and then spray it with paint. Yeah. <laughs> there was a thought process Right, the there was a, It's together. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's done uh, routinely in the industry. Yeah. So that, that's one of the neat features of the exterior. Um, the interior is intended to be very spacious, and it is. It is, yeah. Uh, it's meant to be beautiful. And also, you know, we, we don't overpopulate the car with buttons and switches mm-hmm. and, and so forth, there is a a belief in our design community of beauty by subtraction, yeah and getting rid of things that you don 't need and uh, and I think we 've done a really nice job with c x ninety
2: yeah and all those the details inspired in the traditions of Japanese uh, yes. craftsmen and it's like that is beautiful that 's teaching on the the white yes. one, at least that we outside. That's that's really unique.
1: Yes, I think it is, and and it's, I think it's really um, a really nice nod to the to the heritage of the brand that it is very Japanese. Yeah.
2: Okay. And now let's go to the powertrain because this is where the other important part is, like the yes. electrification of mm-hmm. the brand. You already had the remind me the CX30, that's the electric one, the we full electric M- for MX-30. California MX30. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah too many letters and <laughs> numbers, no, sorry. I, I understand. <laughs> so, that started the process, I mm-hmm. guess, or the electrification for Mazda, but now that with this uh, plug-in hybrid, really starts or goes much deeper and like That's a perfect transition, I guess, right? For most yes, people. Yes, I think,
1: I think for uh, US customers, this car is really coming at the right moment because obviously there's a lot of buzz about electric. Yeah. A lot of people interested in it. A lot of people come into the showroom asking about electric or electrified products. And and yet, I think electric is still... Um, it's a developing technology. And I don't mean necessarily the vehicles per se, but the infrastructure around and our experience as drivers exactly. with it, right? So, so Plugin offers us the ability to respond to people's desire for electric and basically... Uh, drive their daily needs around town, yeah. school or Costco or wherever. They can they can do that on electric. But if you want to drive from LA to Vegas for the weekend, yeah. you, you know can do it you least. can do it, and you can do it in a without having to worry about is the is the charging station available when I get to where I need to be to charge. Yeah, uh, and is it working and all of these things. So, so it should offer customers quite a nice. Opportunity for both experiences. Yeah,
2: in our previous episode, actually, the, the headline was well, you cannot put all your uh, eggs, eggs in up. the same EV basket because I mean there's like so many points that have to be connected, and they're like as you said, the infrastructure is is going on. Like the, some people have char- sure. like this house has charging station here, but some people don't. People live in apartment. Like the public uh, stations don't work mm-hmm. that well sometimes. So this. The uh, plug-in hybrid model is much better at the moment, but the electrification process is happening, right?
1: Yes, and and I think, you know, this allows people to have a lower carbon footprint because they can do their daily driving that they do all the time. Yeah. They can do that with an electric drive. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, on those occasions when you drive farther, yes, we have, we have so that
2: ability. This vehicle is going to be built in Japan? Yes, and uh, the rest uh, here in the U.S. and in Mexico, right in Salamanca. So
1: we build we build vehicles in Japan, Salamanca, and Alabama. Yeah, and CX fifty is the the new kid being built in Alabama, and uh, in our joint venture plant with Toyota, um, Mexico for the United States we get Mazda three and CX thirty, and our other products are made in Japan.
2: Yeah. For people uh, who still think, I mean, when I was a kid, I, I'm from Mexico, and I was a kid, I always thought that he did have the Made in Japan sign uh, label, I mean. That was like <laughs> the proof uh, that it was good. But nowadays, that has changed, right? Like, your plants in Salamanca, in, in Hiroshima, here in Alabama, are the same quality. It has to be,
1: right? Yes, the the quality is measurably very competitive with Japan. Yeah. Yeah, but Japan... As you say, Japan remains super, super high. Yeah. So we're we're at that high level across our, our production.
2: But as you were saying before, you you Mazda sells cars all over the world. So yes. if if the name is Mazda, people are going to have to think that it's going to be the same everywhere, right? Yes, and that's the idea. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So again, um, the electrification process is happening, and I guess you cannot say much of what's the future, but um, we can assume that more plug-in hybrid model will come soon
1: um yeah we have what we talk about is three phases so plug-in hybrid here with with cx90 this is our first phase and then there are two phases of uh electrification also coming the third phase second half of the decade yeah uh dedicated ev platform
2: When all the dots will be hopefully connected. When hopefully, yeah, (laughs) everything
1: will be magically Yeah,
2: Yeah, Well, not magically. I mean, it's a lot of work, but yeah. That's right. So when, uh, last question, when is this vehicle going to be available and how is the demand? How many hand risers, they say? What can you tell us about that?
1: So, yeah, CX-90 will be on sale in April across the U.S. very soon. Yeah, very soon. And so not too long to wait. Um, We're only just starting now the activity to promote the car but uh CX90's cousin in Europe, the CX60, um, which is smaller, uh, but on this new platform, we have quite a lot of hand-raisers there. Yeah, that's great. So we're, very, so we're excited.
2: Well, we're going to be paying attention to it. We're both uh NACTO, North American Car and SUV of the Year, and World Car Year, so we're going to be watching. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very you. much for having us here yeah. in beautiful California. and. Uh, Keep paying attention to Mazda. Great cars there, and like a lot of fun and a lot of luxury. I think it's a luxury brand, so I'm going to give you the
1: label. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com.